the words of three things that God had put in my spirit that you will see is increase. Somebody say increase. And the word of God is very specific in Psalm 115, verse 14. It says, I will increase you more and more, you and your children. So we know that God is a God of increase. There it is right there. May the Lord, may the Lord give you increase more and more, you and your children. So God is even trying to look out for us gener generationally. Isn't that a blessing? Amen. That he's looking out for his children generationally. Amen. So he says, I'm going to increase you more and more, you and your children. And then another area that he told me that you will see, not only would you see increase, but he said that we're getting ready to step into a season where we experience favor with God and favor with man. And of course, we were in Luke chapter 2, verse 52, because it says in Luke 2, let's put that up real quick, Luke 2, 52. Not, so not only will you see increase, but it says you will have favor with God and man. And it, it also it says he increased in wisdom. Anybody want their wisdom to increase? I'm grateful for the wisdom that I had in 2015, but I'm believing God that our wisdom is going to every year our our wisdom will increase. And of course, wisdom means to have greater insight. So it says not only will you increase with wisdom, but it even says stature, which means your reputation. Amen. Then it says you will have favor with God, favor with man. And then the last thing that we talked about on Sunday was that that the other thing that you would see is not only success, but I, I spoke good success because the word of God says in Joshua 1 and 8, it says, let's look at Joshua 1, 8 real quick. Joshua uh, 1, 8 says, this book, the, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, which again, meditate means to ponder, to go over something over and over. Then it says that you observe to do according to all that is written in it. Then it says, for then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success somebody say good success it is the will of God for you and me to experience good success it is the will of God for you and I to experience increase and it is the will of God for you and I to have favor with God and man so let, let's get to tonight because we have a woman here named Hannah who is barren and back in this day and time she was actually because she couldn't have children she was considered a social disgrace because she could not produce and then even Elkanah he's got two wives he likes one wife and loves the other one ain't that interesting we're not gonna get into that we could go there though but praise the Lord hallelujah Amen, because even the Bible was very specific. Now, isn't it interesting that Paniah was having the children, but Hannah couldn't, but he loved Hannah. So that goes to show you that you can, you can, uh, you can, you can try to have a baby with a man, but that won't make him love you. He might love that baby, but that don't mean he's going to love you. Ask Leah. Leah kept popping out kids one after another, and Jacob still wouldn't love her. Can I get a witness up in here? One child after another, because his heart was with Rachel. Because really, in actuality, a man's heart can only be one place. Oh, man, that's what... I didn't say he couldn't be other places. But I said his heart would be in one place. Oh, y'all ain't... I used to tell my wife all the time when she would catch me cheating, I love you, but I like her. Oh, y'all didn't got quiet than a mug up in here. They was like, Pastor, that's how you roll? That's how I used to roll. <laughs> Somebody say, but God. <laughs> so here we see Paniah. Look at verse 2 again. Paniah has children, but Hannah had no children. But then verse 5, but Hannah would give, but, but, but Hannah, he would give her a double portion for he loved Hannah. 
So his heart was with her, although that the, the Lord had closed her wound. Then it says, and her rival provoked her severely to make her miserable. How many of you know misery love company? You better be careful that you don't surround yourself with misery. Miserable people, they'll make you, that scent will get on, on you quick in a hurry because you know who you run with is a prophecy of your future. But let's get into this a little bit because, uh, uh, Pastor, how, how, how do I get to a place where I'm going to see this stuff? I'm, I'm glad you asked. Again, the topic is called You Will See It. And how many in this room believe that there's some things that God wants to expose you to, that he wants to introduce you to? Amen? So you will see it. But number one, you will see it when you name it and claim it. I kind of said this a little bit at the 1130 service that, if you can name it and claim it, I remember years ago I was preaching about naming it and claiming it, and somebody got up and walked out the church because they said they didn't believe in all that naming and claiming stuff. But at the end of the day, when you really look at it, Hannah, she named and claimed what she wanted. Let's look at this real quick, since, since we're right here. Look, go, go, to, go to verse um, 10 real quick, verse 10. Look at verse 10. It says, uh, it says and, and she was in bitterness of soul. So in other words, her emotions were shot at this time. Her emotions, because our soul is the seat of our emotions and our feelings. So it says, and she was in bitterness of soul. In other words, she was in her feelings. Anybody ever been in their feelings before? That's why Paul said in 1 Corinthians 13 and 11, he said, when I was a, a child, I, I, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. But when I became a man, I put away, anybody had to put away some stuff. Anybody had to put away some childish ways, had to put away your feelings. So it says she was in bitterness. She was in bitterness of soul. Then it says, and, but, but the blessing is that while she was in her feelings, she began to pray. That's a good time to pray when you're about to slip into your feelings. So it says, it says and, and, and she was in bitterness of soul, and she prayed to the Lord, and she wept in anguish. And then she made a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, which means the Lord of the universe. So she says, Lord of the universe, if you will indeed look on my affliction. Listen, you know I'm afflicted. You know I have, I'm, I'm inadequate in this area. I cannot give birth to children. Lord, fix me. Look upon my affliction of your maidservant. And remember me and do not forget your maidservant. But will give, then it says, but will give your maidservant a male child. Somebody say male child. Then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life. No rage shall come upon his head. I love this. You ain't going to see nothing until you get specific. I want God to do this and I want God to do this. You need to be specific. She was specific. She didn't just say, see, most people that are barren would just say, Lord, just give me a child. I don't care. I don't care what it is, a boy or a girl. No, she was specific. She said, by the way, I need you to remember me. I want a male child. She named it and claimed it. You're not going to see nothing until you name it and claim it. Shoot, she named it, said, I want a male child, and then named his name Samuel. We got to learn how to name it and claim it. Put up Job 22 and 28 real quick. Job 22 and, and, and 28 real quick. Job 22. It says, you will uh, also declare a thing. And it will be established for you. But he can't establish it for you until you declare, I preach and teach here. If you say it, you'll see it. How many of you believe that? 
death and life. Come on, Proverbs 18 and 21 says death and life, death and life. In other words, you can speak death to your situation. Like if you, if you just say, I'm a loser and I'm always going to be a loser. My kids that's coming behind me, they're going to be losers. Guess what? Potentially, you're going to have a whole bunch of losers in your family. Why? Because if you say it, you will see it. So there it is right there, death and life, death and life. And, and, and then, see, you got to remember that, 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 that God, he creates according to the fruit of your lips. Amen? Matter of fact, put up uh, 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 John 6 and 63. John chapter 6, verse uh, 63. Look at this. It says, it, it, is, it is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are our spirit, and they are life. Do you realize that when you open up your mouth, you are speaking in the spirit? Remember, I even said Sunday that in order for you to see it, you got to stay in the spirit. Amen? Because you can miss what God wants to do if you deviate from the spirit. We have to stay in the spirit. Now, don't look, I've heard super spiritual people preach messages that you got to live in the spirit 24-7. That is impossible. How in the world are you going to do that when we live in this world? Come on, you're not going to be at the mall shopping in the spirit. You da 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 ba ha No, you're looking at some jeans. Can I get a witness up in here? You are looking at some purses up here. You know how I saw I pray everywhere I go. I don't. When I'm going to watch the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cincinnati Bengals, I am not praying unless the game is real tight. Come on, somebody. We we ain't trying to make it happen. I'm just playing with y'all. Well, pastor, call things that be not. <laughs> but Lord, you will see it if you name it and claim it. She was specific. She said, and then look at this, the latter part of verse 11, she says, uh, uh, for, uh, and not forget your maidservant, but will you give your maidservant a male child? And then I'm going to give him to the Lord. And I love that she made a vow and she kept her vow. How many people do we know that have made vows and didn't keep it? Lord, if you get me out of this, and God get them out, and all of a sudden, the spirit of amnesia kick in. They didn't forgot. Come on, somebody. No, but if you put up James 4.2 real quick. Put up James 4.2 uh, uh, in the King James, if you could. King James Version, if you could. Look at this. It says, ye lust and have not, ye kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. Ye fight and, and war, yet ye have not, yet ye have not. Because ye ask not. You got to put it out there. One more scripture and we'll move on. Put up Philippians 4 and 6. Just, I just want to try to just nail my point home. You got to name it and claim it. If you want God to do something in your life, come on, you got to put it out there. You got to put it in the atmosphere. Amen? So it says, be anxious for nothing but in everything, in prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. This woman was letting her requests be made known. She said, Lord, give me a male child she named it and claimed it but anytime you name it and claim and stuff you always gonna have some paniahs that's gonna try to knock the dream out of you you're gonna have paniahs in your life that will try to cause you to miscarry what's on the inside of you how many people do we know that they were we know that they had potential that they had promises on the inside of them but because they allowed their critics to get the best of them they gave up because see you got to remember this people that are critical that criticize you are trying to minimize you 
will try to dumb you down and tell you, you need to just accept what it is. That's just your faith. It is what it is. You ain't going to never have no children. You need to just be okay with that. The devil is a lie. This woman began to name and claim what she wanted. She must have knew what Psalm 37 and 4 says because Psalm 37 and 4, he said, if you delight yourself in me, I'll give you the desires of your heart. How many of you believe that on tonight? That he will give you the desires. There it is right there. I will give you the desires of your heart. Next verse, it says what? Trust. Look at this next verse. Or commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. See, you got to trust him in transition. You got to trust him when you're in your process. You got to trust him that when you've put it in the atmosphere and it hasn't even manifested yet, that's where you begin to say, you know what? Delay does not mean deny that I'm going to be still and know that he is God because I know one way or another that my promises are coming in because the Bible says that the promises of God are yes and amen. Somebody need to give God a praise in this place. Somebody scream, I will see it. Name it and claim it. Matter of fact, look at your neighbor say name it and claim it. Shoot, you better name it and claim it and be specific. Hannah was specific. Shoot, you know, most of us would have been like, Lord, I don't care, just whatever, the male or female. She said, I want a male child. In other words, she was trying to create a legacy for her husband because a woman in her right mind wants to give that man back to him. Did you hear that? A woman in her right mind, she wants to multiply that seed that's been put in her. I told my wife, we're not stopping having children until I have three sons. I'm like, I need three shots to get to the NFL. Come on, somebody. <laughs> For real, this is a true story. I said, they're they going to preach too. Somebody got to take this thing over. Because I always knew I was going to be a preacher. I come from preachers. So I told my wife, I said, so we had, she, we had Isaiah, he's 24. Then we had Mariah, she'd be, she's 22. And then Stella just turned 21. And I said, why do you keep having these girls? She said, well, you taking the boys out there when you go out on the weekends. See how she used to do me, y'all. Because, uh, you know, if we determine the sex, the male does. So then I began to chill out. We took a little break. I got saved for real. Y'all remember that term? It's right. He saved for real. Now, is he saved for real? <laughs> That ain't even a such of a term. You can be saved and not delivered. Anybody been in that season? That's the season I was in back then. But then I got my life together in 95, 96, and then 97, I started preaching the gospel, and then we had our last two kids. We had Isaac in 97, December, and then 99, March, then we had Ira. So I got my two boys in, then bam, she got her tubes tied, because they wasn't messing with me. The devil is a lie. Amen. Nevertheless, we named it and claimed it. Want two more? So I said, now that I got my life together, I need two more sons. Create legacy. Amen. So number one, you will see it when you name it and claim it. And don't forget, be specific. She asked for a male child. Now, let's keep moving. So then um, go to, uh, look at verse 12. It says, and it happened, it happened as she continued praying before the Lord, and Eli watched her mouth. Now, now, now Hannah spoke in her heart, only her lips, uh, but, but her voice was not heard. Therefore, Eli thought she was drunk. So Eli said to her, how long will you be drunk, uh, but, but, your, but, but, 
put your wine away you from you. But Hannah answered and said, no, my Lord, I'm a woman of sorrowful spirit, and, and neither do I, do I have a wine or intoxicating drink, but I have poured out my soul before the Lord. Do not consider your maidservant wicked, a wicked woman, for out of the abundance of my complaint and grief I have spoken unto now. And then Eli answered and said to her, or said, go in peace. And the God of Israel grant your petition, which you have asked of him. Look at that. He said, listen, God has granted you your petition. The thing that you've been naming and claiming and thing that you've been very specific about, God has granted you your petition. Then it says, and she said, let your maidservant find favor in your sight. So the woman went her way and she ate. Now listen to this. She went her way, she ate, and her face was no longer sad. My second point is this. Number one, you got to, if you want to see it, you got to name it and claim it. Number two is when you, you will see it when you change your attitude. Somebody needs to have an attitude adjustment. If you want to see God do increase in your life and cause you to have favor with God and favor with man and experience good success, you got to change your attitude. Look at this again. Look at this latter part. It says, and, and, and it says uh, 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 so the woman went her, uh, went her way and she ate and her face, her face was no longer sad. She knew that if she wanted to see God move in her situation, that number one, she had to change her attitude. The Bible says her face was no longer sad anymore, amen? Because we've seen people, I believe that there are some people that can block your blessing because of your attitude. God like, man, I want to move in your life, but your attitude is too nasty. You too messy for me to bless you. I can't bless a mess. Come on, somebody. So look at that again. I love it. I got to read it one more time. It says, it, it, it says, and her face was no longer sad, which means that she was in a, a countenance of, 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 of depression and she was sad and she had an attitude, but she fixed her attitude and God moves in her situation. Let's look at one more topic in the Bible. Go to 2 Kings real quick, chapter 5. Let's look at somebody else that had an attitude problem. Go to 2 Kings 5 real quick, verse 9. Because mm -hmm, in order for you to see it, you got to change your attitude. It says, now Naaman went with his horses and chariots. Now, this was a commander of the army at the time. Naaman uh, went with his horses and his chariots, and he stood at the door of Elijah's house. Now, remember, he had this skin disease. Keep going. Then it says, and Elijah sent a messenger to him saying, go and wash in the Jordan seven times, and your flesh shall be restored to you, and you shall be clean." Now, he goes to the man of God. He does the right thing, but the man of God gave him instructions. Go dip into the river seven times. Look at this. Then it says, but Naaman became furious. And he went away and he said, indeed, I've said to myself, he will surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and wave his hand over this place and heal this leprosy. So he's thinking, you know, Elijah going to come out and shake on Shanda. No, he said, hey, man, what's up? Go, go get in that river. This brother walks away. He's furious. Go, go to the next verse. It says, are, are, then it says, are, are not the, the, the Abaddon and, and the Pharaoh and the rivers of Damascus uh, 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 better? So he's thinking, man, the Jordan rivers, are this, there's other better rivers. At least send me to a better river. Attitude. He wondered why he can't get healed. <laughs> Then it says, uh, better than all the waters of Israel could not have washed in them and been clean. 
So he turned away and he went into a rage. People in the Bible was crazy. Can I get a witness up in here? Here it is, you and the man of God give you instructions, but you want to have an attitude. And then you want him to come out and, you know, heal you like you think you should be healed. Next verse. Then it says, and his servant came near and spoke to him and said, my father, if the prophet had told you to do uh, uh, something great, would you not have done it? How much more then when he says to you, wash and be uh, uh, clean, so he went down and he dipped. So he finally got a revelation from his servant and he finally went and dipped seven times in the Jordan according to the saying of the man of God and his flesh was restored like the flesh of a little child and he was clean. He didn't get his breakthrough until he changed his attitude. He didn't see God move in his life until he changed his attitude. And I'm here to tell you that you won't see nothing. You won't see increase. You won't see favor with God. You won't see favor with man. You won't see good success until we need to make those attitude adjustments. Because all of us in this room, including me, sometimes we all got to look in the mirror to see what we need to tighten up so we can go to another level. Can I get a witness up in here? Look at your neighbor say, attitude adjustment. When we change our attitude, that's when God begins to move. Amen? So sometimes you got to do something that's unusual. Amen? Anybody ever had to do, you like, Lord, what mean is this? Just unusual. But you like, okay, God, I don't get it, but I'm going to do it. Amen? Just like when me and my wife, when we left my dad's church, we walked into an all-white church that Wednesday, and they were singing a song called Jump in the River, Jump, Jump. I'm like... Is this a cult? <laughs> so it was unusual because the worship was big, different because I came from, can't nobody. <laughs> well, I seem kind of retarded. <laughs> can't nobody. Do me like, you know, I came from that. So then I go to jump in the river, jump, jump. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm looking around, making sure. But my point is this, that I knew Psalm 37 and 23 says the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. And I didn't know what God was doing in that season of my life. But then after church, the gentleman told me, he said, I know why God sent you here. Not for a message, but I'm going to teach you methods. And when you leave this church and start your own, you're going to have a phenomenal church. And so I had to do what I, so I had to dip at another church. You got to do what you got to do. And then I left that church and then I go into all Hispanic church and I'm like, Lord, what mean is this? I done went from the black church to the white church to the Hispanic church. And I'm like, you know, and never been racist, but it was just a different because typically when you a pastor PK, you wait for your daddy to die, then you take the church over. You feeling me? But God was like, no, 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 I got to take you, I'm taking you a different route because I need to expose you to some things. So when I raise you up, you'll have a multicultural church. Even though somebody came up in here about maybe a month or two ago and said, this is a black church. I said, no, this ain't no black church. <laughs> Me and my staff have been talking about this for three weeks. I'm like, no, this, is, this ain't no, no. 
And then it's interesting, me and Greg and the guy that's running around here taking these pictures, we were doing the baptismals, and every time a non-black person I baptized, I'd be like, I thought I had a black church. We baptize more Caucasians and Hispanics than black people. Can I get a witness? Amen. I almost want to make my point, make all the non-black people stand up, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. Just raise your hand. Raise your hand. We're, look at all. See, look, look at all. Look at turn around. Look at all this. Look at this. I rest my case. We are a multicultural. Amen. All things to all people. Church. Amen. Hallelujah. Put that up. 1 Corinthians 9.22, just so you can see it. You know I got to give you scripture for everything. 1 Corinthians. Look at it. But to the weak, I become weak in that I might win the weak. I become all things to all men that I might by all means save some. I might not save everybody, but I'm going to save somebody. It ain't going to just be black people either. Amen. I'm grateful for my heritage and I know who I am and whose I am. At the end of the day, though, I'm more of an African-American. I'm a kingdom citizen. You understand what I'm saying? At the, at the end of the day, amen. Glory to God. And I think anybody from any culture, you should be happy of the culture that you're from. But at the end of the day, that doesn't take presidency over that you're in the kingdom of God. Amen. So, number two, you will see it when you change your attitude. The minute... Naaman changed his attitude, he got healed. The minute Hannah changed her attitude, God began to move in her situation. Matter of fact, let's look what happens right after she has her attitude adjustment in verse 18. Look what happens in verse 19. It says, then they rose early in the morning and they worshiped before the Lord and they returned and they came to their house of Ramah and Elkanah knew Hannah, his wife, and the Lord remembered her. Sometimes you need more than just you to get your blessing. Isn't it interesting that she needed Elkanah's help on this one? Can I get a witness? But before they made it happen, I like the fact that they worshiped. Because worship causes an open heaven to create. Through your worship, you create an open heaven. Because the Bible says those that what worship must what? Worship in what? Spirit and in truth. And if she knew if I worship, something's going to move in the heavens. Anybody ever been in the, between a the rock and a hard place and you went right into worship? And then when you begin to worship, things begin to shift in your life. Well, I'm here to tell you that if you're not a worshiper, I dare you to begin to worship God in spirit and truth. God will cause an open heaven to come over your life because when you worship, you pull on the heart of God. You pull on the mind of God. Do I have any worshipers at the 7 p.m. service? Somebody give God a worship praise in this place. When your money is tight, that's a great time to go into worship. When things are going haywire in your life, that's a great time to go into worship. When you find yourself between a rock and a hard place and Satan has thrown everything in the kitchen sink at you, that's a great time to go into worship. Do I have any worshipers in the house tonight? Look at your neighbor and say, don't lose your worship. Uh, don't lose your worship. Uh-huh. 
Uh, don't, don't, don't lose your, your worship. Don't, don't lose your praise. Put up Psalm 34 and 1 real quick. Psalm 34 and 1. Look at this. I love this. Look at this. Psalm uh, 34. And we're going to come right back here to verse 19. So, it says, uh, 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 the Psalm of David, uh, uh, when he uh, pretended to madness before Amalek, he drove him his way and he departed. But it says, I will bless the Lord at all times. Not when things are going good, at all times. At all times. His praise, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Don't lose your worship. Don't, don't lose. If you ever want to know how to confuse the enemy, it's through your worship and through your praise. Amen? That's how you mess the enemy up and send him into a, 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 a hissy fit. Because he's like, wait a minute. You're supposed to have a nervous breakdown. They didn't went into worship. So look at this. She worshiped early in the morning. And she returned and came to their house of Ramah, and Elkanah knew Hannah, his wife, and the Lord remembered her. So it came, and it came to pass in the process of time. Hannah conceived and bore a son and called his name Samuel, saying, because I've asked, there it is, I asked, I named it, I claimed it, I asked for him from the Lord. So my third point is this, you will see it. When you raise your expectation, God cannot bless you unless you got an expectation. It's all according to your expectation. Look at this real quick. Go to Proverbs 23 and 7 real quick. Look at this. Proverbs 23. It says, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. I'm going to leave right, stop right there. I'm going to look at that again. For as, one translation says, for as a man thinketh in his heart, so was he. In order for you to see it, you got to begin to think on another level. You got to begin to see on another level. Amen? I believe in order for you, the Bible talks about that in Romans chapter 1, uh, verse uh, 17. Put that up real quick. Uh, Romans chapter 1, uh, verse 17. So remember, as a man thinketh, uh -huh, so it says, for, for, for in, the, in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. Somebody say faith to faith faith to faith you have to begin to go from faith to faith so you can begin to think on another level I'm 11 years pastoring I can't think on a swap meet level anymore I can't think on a cafeteria uh, 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 mindset anymore I can't think on a gymnasium level anymore I have to think mega you got an order because in order for God to really truly move in your life, you have to have an, he only blesses you according to your expectation. See, the two blind men in Matthew chapter 9, they had an expectation that they could be healed. The woman with the issue of blood, she had an expectation. Come on, even the gentleman, after he made an attitude adjustment, he began to raise his expectation. Talking about naming, because at first he went into a rage and was furious, but the minute he made an attitude adjustment, he began to raise his expectation because in actuality, when he dipped the first time and nothing happened, he could have quit. He dipped the second time and nothing happened, he could have quit. By the fourth dip or fifth dip, he could have been like, I'm done with this mess. And then you in the dirtiest river in the country, and you dip it. He probably got all kind of stuff on him, came up with shoes on him and stuff, all kind of slimy stuff, shoes that's been in the pond forever. <laughs> but by the seven dip, because how I many know seven means completion and perfection? Amen. There's something about seven. Come on, somebody. So he dips, 
comes out clean. You got this woman, barren, can't have children. And the minute she got specific with God, he moves in her situation. The, the man of God, Eli, tells her, God has granted you your petition. And then she goes right into breaking her fast, makes an attitude adjustment, worships before God, gets her husband, say, we need to make this happen because this baby coming. Expectation. Has the baby and the process of time. And then I'm almost done. Look at this. Go to, go to, go, stay right there in the same chapter. Now look at, verse, look at verse 26. It says, and she said, oh, my Lord. As your soul lives, my Lord, I am the woman who stood by you here praying to the Lord. For this child I prayed, and the Lord granted me my petition. How many of you believe God will grant you your petition? If you keep petitioning him, sometimes you got to bombard heaven because the Bible says she prayed and then she continued praying. And then it says, she, he granted me my petition, which I asked of him. Then it says, therefore, also I have lent him to the, I lent him to the Lord. As long as he lives, he shall be lent to the Lord. So they worship the Lord there. And then it says, and Hannah prayed and said, my heart rejoiceth in the Lord. My horn exalts in the Lord. I smile at my enemies. I love that. One day you're going to be able to, <laughs> remember you said I wasn't going to make it. <laughs> Boy, you better start working on your smile. I'll never forget when we started in the swap meet, this lady left the church because she said I was moving too fast because I started the second service when the church was only four months old. But I'm like, well, shoot, the 930 is 85, 90% full. They tell you when you hit 80, 85%, you have to move to another service. So I went from 930 to 830, 1030. She fell out and quit. She was on payroll over the children's ministry. Oh, but seven years later, when she found out that our children's person was full-time making a good salary, she apologized to me right in the BMO bank. I just smiled. Because she tried to tell me, well, I didn't hear from God. I had to explain to her, anything with two heads is a freak. Why I need to go to you when God already told me to go to two services? And then eighth, by the eighth month, we had to go to an 8.30, 10.30, and a 12.30. And then we, it's all these children, we see almost 700 children every Sunday at Kingdom. But look at how she would have made the, just make the attitude adjustment and be like, I don't understand why pastor moving out this fast, but I'm going to just keep moving with him. So at the end of the day, it's interesting that how God will put you in the path of people that did you wrong, you be, <laughs> praise the Lord. Especially with social media now, they're going to find out your success. Because you know you're going to put it on there. Can I get a witness up here? I got that promotion. You're going to go right to Instagram. Can I get a witness? <laughs> but my point is this. You will see it. Look at how God moved in Hannah's life. I'm telling you right now, if God did that for Hannah, somebody in this building, you've been believing God for a miracle, that God's going to do something in your life. I'm here to tell you that God can do it. God can do it. Don't you flatline in the middle of your process. Remember, it says in the process, put that up real quick. In the process of time, look at that, in the process of time. Look at that verse, look at that, right, right in verse, verse 20, verse 20, look at this. It, it, so it came to pass. How many know it's coming to pass, what you've been believing God for? That thing, that thing that's burning on the inside of you, that desire 
that thing that's kicking on the inside of you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It, it's coming to pass. But it's in the process of time. And the process, name it and claim it. In the process, get that attitude right. Amen? And then, in the process, continue to still have an expectation. I get scared of people that don't have an expectation in life to do better. As a man, what thinketh in his heart? So is he. Let's start thinking on another level, church. Let's start seeing on another level. This five acres, that's just dirt out there. Uh, the first week of June, they're coming and they're getting all those weeds up because they're putting the weed killer and getting that dirt. They're going to pave it. But already I got an expectation that there's a village out there of offices and children's uh, 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 wings and so on and so on, extending our parking lot. That's the expectation that I have. This is not it. I'm grateful for what we have currently, but it doesn't stop here. There's more in you. We can't settle, church. What if Hannah would have settled? He says, well, it is what it is. Well, maybe, maybe Panaya allow me to help raise her kids. The devil is a lie. God wants you to have your own. She had an expectation. She named it and claimed it. She began to think and see on another level. Oh, and she worshiped right before and after. Don't lose your worship, church. Go ahead and just lift your hands to heaven. Father, we thank you for the word tonight. Lord, seal this word in our hearts, our minds, our spirit. Lord, we thank you that tonight when we leave here, we're leaving here with a higher expectation. Not only that, Lord, we're leaving here naming and claiming and we're, we're being specific just like Hannah. Hannah was specific. She, she asked for a male child. Oh, we thank you, God. Lord, I thank you, God. Maybe there might be somebody even right here in this building. Maybe you've never given your life to Jesus. The Bible's very specific in Romans 10, 9. It says, if you confess with your mouth 